Welcome to the Emotioneering Podcast with me, Melissa Curran, founder and CEO of the Modern Mind Group. We're dedicated to improving your people skills so that you can have better relationships with others for a much more fulfilling life or career. People skills are not just a nice to have, they're a have to have. So when it comes to organizations as well, this really does impact the workplace and the results that you'll get from that. We're going to be delving into topics such as emotional intelligence, communication, leadership, workplace well-being, mental health, culture and performance. I'm going to be answering your questions on all of these topics and sharing some insights from my career to help you move forward and definitely emotioneer a modern mindset. Make sure that you subscribe to our YouTube channel or on the Facebook page as well as LinkedIn. We look forward to connecting with you there. On this episode, we're talking about emotioneering telephone calls. A few months ago, in 2020, I had a situation with somebody that I know quite close that didn't want to actually phone the Chinese when the Just Eat app decided not to work one night when they were ordering a takeaway. They absolutely had a freak out, said they didn't want to pick up the phone to just phone the order through. Now, I've always had uh, quite a story with the telephone, (laughs) quite easy to communicate. I find it great to dig into conversations with people. I still have some nervousness or some anxiety at times, But I often wonder how many people are actually developing signs of telephobia, especially now that a lot more technology is being enabled in our lives to communicate. So with this particular situation that happened, they would have had to telephone the order through and it was creating this anxiety and this nervousness that they just didn't want to pick up the phone and actually call them. Now, what it makes me think is that when we avoid something, right, it intensifies and it becomes worse. So either if there's avoidance or less exposure because of lockdown, because we haven't had to communicate with people face to face or over the telephone as much, this kind of avoidance or less exposure to those certain situations uh, in work, for example, you would have a desk phone. If you're working from home now, it would be your mobile or through the actual laptop, right? But avoidance and less exposure equals heightened anxiety, panic, nervousness, and a lack of courage. So whether you are suffering with full-blown telephobia, that you really do panic and fear when you have to make a phone call, or whether it's a mild case of that that has been brought on by the challenges and the changes in the way that we've communicated and the way that we've had social interaction within the last year and a half, then it is definitely something to talk about on the podcast today. Now, we're rarely separated from our mobile phones, although some have a really deep-rooted fear of actually making a phone call, right? Telephobia can afflict people from many countries, many different generations. Uh, It can be people in the older generation, or it can be in the younger generation as well. 
and it is associated with a form of social anxiety disorder. Now, it doesn't mean that it is full-blown social anxiety disorder when you don't want to make a telephone call, but it does stem from that. It's that social interaction that we are challenged to be able to have a conversation with somebody else. A person that may be suffering with this or with nervousness or anxiety or fear of having phone calls may send dozens of texts, WhatsApp messages, emails, but they feel sick or panicked about the actual thought of a phone call. I know this actually happens. And there may, there may be many people listening to this podcast going, actually, that happens to me. Or actually, that happens to somebody I know, like the incident that I was telling you about, where somebody absolutely freaked out because they didn't want to call the Chinese and ring the order through, right? It's just a restaurant. We're just placing an order for something. So this does happen. Okay. Now, why does it happen? Well, getting on the phone is actually a particularly complex interaction. It's not your everyday interaction that you have with the people around you. Remember, we're in the comfort zone with the people that know us in our family life, our friends, our family. A lot of the time we're in our comfort zone. So we're happy to communicate with those people in a small circular group uh, and our small sort of interactions day to day. When we start to then go outside of that, again, when we're moving outside of that comfort zone, that's where that anxiety and that uncomfortable sort of feeling can actually come from. And the technologies that we have in the world today actually um, enable communication without directly speaking to someone have actually made it easier to mask telephobia. They've absolutely made it easier to mask it. And people can be held back in their careers because they avoid making phone calls. There are people out there right now that go to counsellors or therapists or speech coaches to help them to present or help them in the way that they communicate in a conversation because they are being held back and they really want to reach that level of fulfillment and feel more comfortable with it, right? They absolutely do. So I had a little look into some of the challenges that you can have when you are actually feeling like this. And I've researched it. And I've spoken to the people, even the, the, the particular person that found it uncomfortable to, to ring the Chinese. I've had a conversation with different people and thought, well, why is it that you feel like that? Because it's not about now you may be listening to this podcast thinking, oh, my gosh, sales calls, outbound sales calls. No way, Jose. Yeah, I know there's a lot of business people that listen to this podcast. And that in itself can definitely cause anxiety when there isn't necessarily a process or you haven't done it before. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the fact that there are people that are, like I was saying about the Chinese, challenged to pick up the phone and just talk to one person or to ring an order through for a pizza. So it's these types of challenges that people face more often than you know, because like I said, the way that we communicate now is masking it. The fact that we have a lot of social media now is masking it. We can send just one voice note and wait in anticipation and nervousness for the response. Right. It's easier to do that. And this is um, these are some of the challenges and the things that sort of came up when I spoke to people about it. It's not about the phone itself necessarily, unless it's a switchboard or you're trying to make calls online and, and, and various other things. So, yeah, sometimes technology can get in the way. But for this particular thing, it's not necessarily about the technology. People are worried about saying the wrong thing. I right? absolutely worried about saying the wrong thing. They notice um, that maybe they haven't got enough patience 
it's not as convenient because their life is busy. So they don't want to be on the phone for maybe five to 10 minutes when it could be a 30 second WhatsApp message or not even that long, which I understand. So as our lives become easier, it becomes more convenient to use other methods. I appreciate that. At the same time, is it holding us back in those relationships that we're having with people and building that connection through the telephone? It does take time. It absolutely does take time. There's no moving away from it. They also worry about, and this is one of the pieces of feedback, is not having anything to talk about after they've asked the question. So being objective, maybe they've called someone that they know to see if they, I don't know, are attending uh, the night out that they've got planned on Saturday and then worry that they haven't got anything interesting to say or worry about actually being able to respond back or to hold a conversation for longer than a few minutes. That's definitely a challenge for, for people that feel in this way. And also being judged for the way that they sound. Um, coming across, for example, as unintelligent or unenthusiastic. They worry about the way that they sound in, in terms of their speech. So all of these things could be at play. This is the, the stuff that goes through people's minds. And also worried about what the other person is going to say. Is it going to lead to confrontation? That could also um, re really hinder somebody but across all circumstances across all sort of countries all different cultures it is often closely linked to the fear of being rejected I was talking about that it's a deep-rooted part of us as human beings that within the limbic system that unconscious brain right that is there to help us survive and not thrive is telling us that being rejected and if something goes wrong and we you know we we step out of our comfort zone that something could happen something terrible could happen because of that negative bias that our mind tells us when actually, in fact, when we have found the courage to have conversations, pick up the phone and talk about things, often it hasn't been half as bad as we thought it was going to be, right? So here are five sort of pieces of advice for you to be able to overcome the fear of telephobia, get more comfortable using the telephone and be more courageous, okay? Be more courageous because remember, confidence is absolutely an outcome it all starts with courage so first of all number one start small let's start by ordering pizzas or making inquiries about things checking opening times um, making phone calls about whether a certain um, item that you were looking for is in stock right asking the question waiting for a response number two have a plan the best phone conversation lists have a plan or have imagined the actual conversation from start to finish before they've had the call. They understand the flow of a conversation and what may come about. And they have a process. This is what I start with. This is how I end the call, right? So there's a process. Number three is imagine the possibilities. Again, great conversationalists, imagine the possibilities. It's, it's also the same within um, service and sales. So if you're making sales phone calls or you're having conversations with prospects or clients, it's about imagining all the different objections, imagining all the possibilities. For example, ringing up and saying, can I speak to so-and-so, so-and-so, please? So-and-so, so-and-so will either be there, not be there, 
unavailable at the moment <laughs> or can you wait a second and I'll just pop you on hold. So there's a couple of, of possibilities that could happen, right? It, there's another possibility. You could ring the wrong number and find that actually you rung someone completely different. They have no idea who, you, who the person that you were looking for is. So these are all possibilities that could come up. Knowing the possibilities means that you're much more prepared for those possibilities. Now, of course, we can't know or predict the future, but being prepared for it can help you to feel a little bit more courageous when you are picking up the form. OK, uh, number four, set the intention or the motive. Now, depending on your intention is going to be the way that it's going to come across. OK, remember that how we intend. What do we intend to do? Right. Do we intend to have a conversation or do we intend to just have a question answered? Very different uh, objective conversation. Right. Start with thinking about what your intention is or what your motive is to make that conversation uh, or to pick up that form. And number five, once you've started, we know it will become better. It is going to improve. Incremental improvement is going to occur and you're going to feel more comfortable as you be more courageous with making phone calls. That's the way it's going to work. You suddenly realize, actually, it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. And now I'm a lot better at actually doing this. So there you have it. This is the topic all about emotioneering in telephone calls, overcoming telephobia and what we can actually do around it. But needless to say, it is something that is affecting a lot of people. As the world becomes more advanced, as we become more focused on technology, let's not lose that ability to be able to communicate over the phone or face to face. Thanks for listening to the Emotioneering podcast with me, Melissa Curran, today. It's been great. Remember to subscribe to Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube, or all three. You can also come to the website, modernmindgroup.com, where you can subscribe there, stay in contact, and let us know what you really think. Give us the feedback. This is going to get better by knowing what you think. Uh, has this given you food for thought? Has it helped you change something? What has it inspired? Let us know, because that's why we're doing it. It's all about the people, people, people. <laughs> Have a great day. And ciao for now.